By faith, believers overthrew kingdoms, ruled with justice, and received what God had promised them. They shut the mouth of lions and received their dead back to life. Still through faith, others were tortured, refusing to turn from God in order to be set free. They placed their hope in a better life after the resurrection. This podcast will bring to you the faith stories of individuals in our present time who have worked with God. Faith in God exists in both the negative and the positive situations. My name is Lois and you are welcome to the By Faith podcast. Okay. Hi. Hi. I'm so happy to have you here. I hope you had a good day. Yes, yes. Thank you. Good afternoon. So, good afternoon. Ladies and gentlemen, we have Praise Adedron in the house. She's going to be our first guest for this podcast. You're welcome to By Faith Podcast by Lois. The essence of this podcast is to create a platform where people can share their testimonies, share stories of how God has really helped them throughout difficult times in their lives and to encourage people because I believe that if you have um, a, a system whereby you can always hear good news, you'll be motivated for the times ahead. And that's the reason why God did my heart to this. But I'm so glad to have Praise here. So, Miss Praise, can you please introduce yourself to us? Hi, everybody. Hi. My name is Chris Adijuo, and I am a skincare enthusiast. Firstly, I'm also a believer, um, and I am a social media manager too. Amazing! <laughs> All right. Yes. How long have you been a Christian? Um, I became a Christian in 2018, but okay. I wasn't serious. I wasn't serious. But then I had this encounter with God in 2020, and that became like okay. Yeah, okay. Before we continue, do you mind telling us about the encounter with God that you know changed your Christian walk? Okay, so it was in church that day. I was feeling uninterested. I was just like, oh, it's just a normal random service, and then the pastor started preaching. I didn't feel anything, and then it got to the prayer aspect. And there was a shift in me, and I was like, Praise, you need to. It was during COVID, it was during okay. COVID, 2020. So I spoke to myself, I said, Praise, you actually need to take God seriously this mm-hmm. year because of the things you've gone through and the things mm-hmm. you've gone through. You need God. You need God. Mm. And then I felt this peace in my heart. Like, you know mm. what? And the pastor called in for um, all this. If you want to give your life to Christ, um, okay. can you come outside? You know, those kind of stuff. So I had to, Yeah, like altar call. Yes, he made, a, he made an altar call. Thank you. Yeah. I went out and that became the beginning of my journey that's so amazing that's so amazing so can you tell us about a significant moment in your life when you first believed that god was real something that really stood out to you and you're like there has to be a god out there it was so significant that you acknowledged that god was real okay so it was in 20, 2019 i was in my auntie's house and okay i went through i just i just got through um 
my assault stage and it okay. was a very difficult time for me it was life-threatening and I had a lot to deal with with the emotional blackmail, with the gaslighting, and mm. I was literally tired because I would complain to people around me, but nobody truly understood how I felt. Mm-hmm. I would talk to people, I would talk to my family, but they didn't know what I was going through. They were just like, oh, mm-hmm. you're right, it's one of those things, you have to get through it. You know, just mm. undergo our training, that's how she best expresses herself. And it was really and there was a day she beat me up and it was it was really really it was really really and at that time at that time i was i was bleeding i was i mm-hmm. had that functional urinary bleeding mm-hmm. and then i was bleeding i was so weak i was tired and then wow. she left the house i was the only one at home and then i went to the kitchen took um took her husband's drug <laughs> drugs that was meant mm-hmm. for diabetes I wow. took it. I just put everything in my hand I was outside I I put it in my mouth I threw everything in my mouth but the thing didn't oh. go I, I was forced to vomit it out and empty it in, in the bin wow. and then I took the knife I wanted to stab myself but at that, at that time when I held the knife my hand was shaking like it was shaking oh. something held me I couldn't stab myself I tried to and then I couldn't and that was when I knew that there is a God in heaven. I didn't want me to come to him yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes, I understand. Yes, That's yes. amazing. Oh my God. I can I can imagine how difficult that must have been for you. You know, trying to explain it to people and people not really getting what you're saying can be so misunderstanding. Like, this is what I'm going through. And people are like, well, enjoy this. Life is hard. You know, bad things happen. You know, you overcome it. That's why you need to grow and all that. But then it was your experience, right? It's only you that could understand how you felt, and which is yeah. why I understand perfectly everything you. I'm so glad that God preserved your life. That's really encouraging. Thank you so much for sharing. So, to the next question: Have you ever felt like God had abandoned you before? I don't know if this is, seems similar to the past question. But what I had in mind was that, have you ever felt like, oh, God, how far now? What's happening? Why are so many bad things happening yes. at the same time? Yes. So how did you overcome it? Yes, it was in that same 2019 where I complained to my mom about the assault. And mm-hmm. I told her what my auntie did to me. And mm. it's quite a gory detail I wouldn't like to share. So. Yes, yes. So um, I complained to my mom, my sisters about it. And then my auntie called my dad that they shouldn't believe whatever I said to them. And um, my father was like, oh, I did this and that. And I don't know the lie she told them, but she told them a lie, a, a big lie. And mm. um, they didn't believe me. And my father was like, oh, he's going to disown me. I, I mm-hmm. know where to from school. I was mm-hmm. I was I was doing diploma at uni at that time, so I had nowhere mm-hmm. to go to from school because my father already had the mind to disown me. Mm. I, I was really <laughs> I said my auntie's place, I can't go back to my auntie's place, I can't go home. And school is going to close soon. They will close the hostel mm-hmm. and you know send everybody home. Where would I go to? I, I didn't feel God I, I didn't feel God at that time. Mm-hmm. And I said, God, you said in your word that you will never leave me nor forsake me. I'm forsaking mm-hmm. you. I don't know where mm-hmm. to go. 
Mm-hmm. So at that point in time, I felt God was not with me. There was nothing anybody could tell me at that time mm-hmm. that would maybe believe that God was right beside me because if God was right be- beside me, would let the people around me see yeah. the truth that I am telling. Mm-hmm. Like nobody literally believed me. Mm-hmm. I, I was trying to defend myself, but I was the 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 defense was not necessary. It wasn't needed because nobody nobody believed me. They chose a truth over mine. So at that time, I felt God was not with me, and I felt like it was um, He abandoned me. And anything God at that time, I didn't want to hear it until mm-hmm. I had it in 2020. Okay, so how did you overcome this feeling? Because I know that you must have probably felt really lonely, really lonely. Where this is what is happening to me, my family members, I can't go home, you know. If I'm, a family is, the family unit is like a very, such an important part of our growth and development. You know, as a person now, if something happens to you, you can just think, ah, let me call my daddy or let me call my mommy. So you must have felt very lonely where you were not able to call any of them or speak to them. So how were you able to like overcome that period of your life? How did you come out of it? Okay. Yes, yeah, so the gift of men, um, yeah god blessed me yeah. with people at that time mm. god blessed me with friends so i could talk to friends about what i was going through that's and amazing they encouraged me they prayed with me i felt mm. god's presence i now decided that okay these people are not talking to me mm. and they, they, i can't there's no you, you can't you can't throw me out mm-hmm. you can't put mm-hmm. your, no matter mm. what you have to accept me yeah so, I spoke to someone, I, I spoke to a friend and then he was like, call your dad. But before you mm. call your dad, let's pray. Then we yeah. prayed, we prayed together. Even though at that time, I didn't I didn't pay attention to the prayer because my mind I was busy stuff, but I still mm. prayed anyway. And um, I, I, I called my, my, I think it was my sister I called. I called my sister. Mm-hmm. My sister said I talk to my mom that she doesn't have anything to say about it. So I spoke, I spoke with my mom and then I explained things to her. And my mom was like, oh, she's going to talk to my daddy. And oh, so I made it home. I made mm-hmm. it home. But in essence, what I'm trying to say is that um, yeah. prayer, prayer with um prayer with my friends really helped me at that time. It That's helped amazing. me overcome that situation and I and they were able to like pull me out of that darkness, out of that That's loneliness. Amazing. And yeah, yeah. That's really amazing. I'm so glad that you had your friends who were able to help. Like it's it's very important. It's a gift that is really priceless. Having, I think the Bible says, um, there's a one who sticks closer that that the brother. That's Jesus. And the Bible also says that he set in solitary in families. Right. That's what God did for you. God provided other families for you that could give you solace, that could give you support. You know, to help you throughout that time. And that's really amazing. So, what do you have to say? So anyone out there who might be having a family difficulty that they can't handle and they also feel lonely, what do you have to say to them? Okay, so I would like, first of all, I would like them to draw close to God because one thing I used to say that I hold on to is that you can't, um, you can't, you can't do this life thing without God. Exactly. Yes, so I would love them to, I would love them to 
um, draw close to God, study the Bible, and spend quality time in the place of prayer. Mm-hmm. It's one thing to pray, and it's one thing to persevere in the place of prayer. You can just mm-hmm. go to your place of prayer and just say, "Oh, thank Father, I thank you for today." I, mm-hmm. I you know, just talk to God. And it's another thing to press on in the place of prayer. Yeah. Like from, like for example, if you are, if you are hurting, if you are hurting, or if you are, you are hurting from, for example, from heartbreak. Um, because I have been there and mm-hmm. I actually learned a lot from the story of Joseph and how God mm-hmm. made the story of rejection to that of redirection exactly imagine what it would be like to share your art with someone you care about and then one day just go out to spend time with them and they do they don't think it would hurt you Mm, you know okay. you you need that's that's brokenness you need to yeah. go to the place of prayer without brokenness mm-hmm. god is not going to heal you at that time that you pray oh god i want to be healed right now i want to be healed mm-hmm. right now. go through god a process not, he's not going to heal you at that point in time mm. but you need to persevere and you need to spend quality time in place of prayer prayer is mm-hmm. very important mm. if you live a, if you live a prayer prayerless life <laughs> the the enemy the enemy would take every chance to get at you and how do you mm. overcome that how do you overcome the mercenaries of the enemies you mm. overcome it by spending quality time on your knees praying to god yeah. so one thing that has helped me one thing that mm. has helped me my story basically one thing that has helped me is praying to god praying mm-hmm. the bible says in thessalonians thessalonians 5 17 i think that you should pray mm-hmm. without season yeah i've always i've always maintained that prayer life even when it was difficult because it's at that time where it is difficult that the enemy has chances to mm-hmm. penetrate into you and you shouldn't mm-hmm. as a believer you shouldn't allow that yeah i remember when i remember when i was so sick i was so sick to the extent that i was bleeding for a long time for seven months mm-hmm. i think i was mm. bleeding for seven months of and the thing was stopped I have mm-hmm. every reasons. I have every reasons not to, you know. I have every reasons not to, not to talk to God at that time. I, I had every mm-hmm. reasons not to pray because I'm like, oh, this thing, this thing keeps recurring, and then God is not answering mm-hmm. me. I'm praying. It's not as if I'm not praying. Mm-hmm. I'm praying, but then this thing is not, it's not going. Mm-hmm. I had every chance to, like, you know, my prayer life should be dead and all that, but then I still pray to God. I cry to mm-hmm. God. There are nights where I will soak my. Prayer tears that god i just want this thing to stop and then the fact that it didn't stop at that time doesn't mean i shouldn't still pray mm. because this joy that i get from prayer from praying this this joy that i get mm. my current situation might not be you know i might i might not be healed currently my current situation might not speak that of healing but when i pray to god about today that i draw from it and people mm. are always like asking me that how do you how, how do you go through these things and still have the energy after have, have energy to talk to people be to be cheerful to be, to be cheerful to be happy mm-hmm. me and this happy girl so they, mm-hmm. they ask me only oh, so you are going through this i never knew mm-hmm. nobody knows nobody knows the extent of the things i go through on a daily basis mm-hmm. having to suffer from pcos polycystic ovarian syndrome but then i used to tell them that the joy of the lord is my own strength Glory. the strength Glory. my strength i do not derive my own strength from my physical abilities exactly. so i derive my strength from god i derive mm. my strength from the ultimate pillar god has healed me already 
notwithstanding my physical situation my present circumstances yeah. i am healed by god and i know that god sees me in this situation so if you are going through any any arts wrenching situation any overwhelming situation i want you to believe that god is with you god Amen. sees you and is there to walk you through no matter what yeah. <laughs> i hope i hope you did thank you so much yeah. we should just say a prayer for everyone who would listen to this father we pray for every single person that would listen to this Lord, going through one thing or the other, whatsoever situation it may be, Lord, we pray that you lift them up out of that situation. We pray, oh God, that you minister peace to their minds and peace to their hearts. For every heart that is burdened, before they listen to this, Lord, I pray you take the burden away in the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray that you lighten the burden for them in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray for everyone who feels lonely, that Lord, you be their companion, you be their guide you be their, their 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 help through everything they go through thank you father mm. because we know that we have overwhelming victory in your name in jesus name we pray amen, amen. and amen thank you so much for joining this course for, for joining this podcast today i'm so glad to have you here hope you're yeah, welcome a good day. bye yes, i hope you do too bye <laughs>